Welcome back to Over the Border, episode 23. I'm fired up. It's Masters Week, although a little disappointed. March Madness is behind us. We'll get into all that today, but I'm here, as per usual, with the boys, Kyle and Ryan. Kyle, how are you feeling? I'll start with you. I'm feeling pretty great. As you guys know, I had Kansas to win March Madness. I had a nice future on them, 14-1. to 1. I also had them to win in our bracket challenge. I won that. Uh, so overall, I had a great March Madness. I won all three of my bets on the uh, finals as well. It was an electric game. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But uh, overall, doing great. Ryan, how are you? Well, I just want to congratulate you on actually calling Kansas from the start. Thank you. Know, you. You actually you you Stuck won with them. Well done. Well done. So credit to you. Appreciate it. But appreciate it. I don't know. International break was over, so you already know United unfortunately had to play against Leicester last week. I kind of forgot about it until I just had to think about it. I just want to let it be known that this is Manchester United, not DC United. You got to distinguish these days. Thank you. And Not uh, not York United either. CPL (laughs) team. Not York United, but hint, we are talking about CPL today. Anyways. We're back. We are back. So that's a big topic for me. CPL's back. I'm excited. Let's get it going. Before we get into this week's episode, a quick recap of picks. Last week, I went 4-0. Not a big deal. 49.2% overall. Ryan, 1-3. 43.8% overall. Justin went 3-2. 50.6% overall. And he left me a note to tell everyone that he's been above 500 uh, for five weeks in a row. So, I guess, good for him. Not I above I, 500 or better. Most of the weeks okay, well, have been congrats, man. Yeah, hey, yeah, just throwing it out there, 50%. 8-5 and five overall as a pod last week, and 48.5% overall. Let's get into this week's episode. The boys are back, the boys are back, the boys are back, and they're looking for trouble. The boys are back, the boys are back, the boys are back, and they're looking for trouble. All right, we're going to start... Not as per usual with Coast to Coast, but I forgot to say this in the intro. The score bet, or I guess third-party books, are here. Kyle and I have taken our talents to the score bet. If you're in Ontario, it's been a big week. I had a lot of deposit troubles, but customer service was really good to me. Figured it out. And yeah, I'm super excited. Betting's legal. Fuck the Ontario Ontario Pro Make sure to get on there. There's tons of promos available. Using the score, they have a nice deposit bonus as well as me and Justin got 150 bucks in free bets. So make sure to take advantage of those. Use all your promos and uh, enjoy the free betting and the clean apps. It's very nice. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I love the way it meshes with the actual score app. It's unbelievable. I love it. But let's jump in coast to coast, recapping news across Canadian sports. Not a whole lot to report, but the Canucks, they're 32, 28, and 10. The Oilers are making a push. I believe, I looked at it earlier, I think they're second in the Pacific behind Calgary now. So, some big news for them. Calgary, 41-19-9. They are leading the Pacific. The Jets, 33-27-10. Excuse me. Ottawa, they're 26-37-6. And, and I just got to bring it up. Ryan, tough game for you guys last night. Um, did you see? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's exactly what I want. Uh, yeah, I guess. Thank for Shane Wright. It's been a minute since we brought that up, but uh, yeah, 
What are your guys' thoughts on uh, Brennan Gallagher's comments about Tim Stutzla taking dives and laying on the ice and having a rule when they're when he was 10 years old that if you lay on the ice, you're not playing your next shift because you're too hurt to play? Sounds like a typical guy from out west. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know. Stutzla's German. I'm not surprised that he's a bit of a soft guy on the ice. But to be yeah. fair, I, I, I find it, I, I, I love the banter. I'm, I'm there for it. This is it. this this is my take on it, and I was kind of texting with Kyle about it today. I completely agree that Stutzla is a bit of a pussy. He goes down probably easier than ninety five percent of guys in the league. Yeah. But I mean, he got kneed yesterday, or there was a knee on knee collision. Yeah, with Suzuki. With right? Suzuki, yeah, behind the Sens net. I think it was a penalty. I, I mean. When he went down awkwardly, I, I I just thought it was a weird time to bring it up, um, because like, on Gallagher's behalf, because I don't know, I I don't think it's that ridiculous that he went down that hard. The fact that he lay on the ice, I'll give him that, but I don't know, I you're 31 yeah, I mean, years old, Gallagher, that, and you're a fucking pussy yourself. So yeah, I don't think that one play uh, made sense to bring it up, but I think it's just the fact that. Sutzla's developed a reputation yeah, in the league of being absolutely. a diver. Me and Justin watch the Sens every single night, and we notice it every time that he goes down easy. He'll start holding his arm if he gets a light slash. And one time, Shabbat even came up to him and <laughs> it's said, it's, "It's in your head. It's not. It's not your wrist that's hurting." So I can definitely see both sides of it. And I mean, when I played hockey, it was kind of the same thing. If you if you can't get off the ice yourself, then you can't play. Um, I think Stutzla needs to toughen up but he did get need there and uh you know I, I they're think... gonna they're gonna have to start pulling out the old uh footy uh embellishment uh, card you know yeah, if yeah. you start selling it too hard give him the but embellishment penalty. overall i think it's good because it develops that rivalry even more between ottawa and montreal so i think overall they, they need it yeah we, we needed a new spark ever since the the playoffs uh incident a few years back it's kind of been the suban when he tried to take off mark stone's hand and you tried yeah. to tell me last year that that wasn't a slash? Hey, it was just it was a friendly top. All right. Well, let's move on because that's enough sense. Habsock, two basement teams. Who gives a shit? Anyway, Toronto, they're 45-19-6. I just want to give a big shout-out to the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, they're just rolling lately. Big win against the Leafs. They play – sorry, that made no sense. Big win against the Lightning. Then they go and play the Panthers. You know, they're crushing them. It's 5-1. Everything looks great. Plan the parade. We're winning the cup. And they blow a 5-1 lead and lose the game 7-6. to Congratulations, Toronto. You did it again. You never cease to amaze me, providing the greatest entertainment out there. And I can't wait to watch you crumble in the playoffs. I can't wait. Yeah, it just seems like it's going to be more of the same. And I got to be honest, I'm excited about it. Yeah, you gotta I'm be there able to close to it. You gotta be able to close. That's you know what? You're a Habs fan. We're Sens fans, Ryan. We can unite and hate the <coughs> Leafs. We are yeah, a Leafs we hate together. podcast. Fuck the Leafs. You gotta be able to hold on to leads in the playoffs. And you're coming from the Atlantic Division and the Eastern Conference, which is stacked. The Leafs are fucked. I'm hoping for a first round exit. Even if they get through the first round, they don't have a shot at the cup. Fuck them. Let's go. Anyway, Montreal, we already kind of touched on them. They're 18, 40, and 11. 
bringing up the rear of all the Canadian teams. But let's move along. National Lacrosse League. Kyle, you're all the way back, and I fucking love it. I'm here for it. What do you have? I appreciate that. And yeah, as you said, I'm hot. Seven and three overall in the NLL. It's my league. Don't know anything about it, but I'm winning. This week, we're taking the Seals minus 1.5 against the Wings. Seals are looking to clinch a playoff spot. Wings are kind of middle of the pack and just not nearly as strong as the wing as the Seals. Sorry, I think the Seals get business done and they get a big W and clinch their playoff spot. Seals minus 1.5. Next. Ryan, you're ice cold. MLS, 0-6. But the CPL is back. You guys are CPL sharps. We are a CPL sharp podcast. I'm looping myself in because we're co-hosts. What do you guys have this week? First week back. Yes. So, you know, I've been calling the MLS Farmers League. I can't predict. I, I can't I can't give it a look. Let me let's let, let a few games play more into the season, and then I might take a second look at it, a second job. Colonized bread and butter last year, the Canadian Premier League. It's back. It's finally back starting tomorrow. None of our teams are uh, are playing though. It's it's one game, York versus HFX Wanderers, aka Halifax. It's I don't know. It's it's I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game. It, depending on the, I, I hope it's not absolutely freezing cold in uh, in Toronto tomorrow. But we are going with both teams to score at minus one fourteen. Head to head, this has hit just over seventy percent, and then my stats have it hitting at seventy percent. Honestly, I could see this game finishing exactly one one. Start out the year, both teams will maybe score out. Maybe York comes out early, and then a Halifax gets out and. And a late goal. Halifax does have last year's CPL Golden Boot winner, Jao Morelli. So expect him to maybe get on the goal sheet tomorrow. But I think it's going to be a good game. All right. Let's transition out of soccer into the Masters. I teed it up at the beginning of the episode. It's Masters week. We're heading down to Augusta. The boys, we're not going to be tracking all of our bets because we've, we've all got a decent amount of futures. But the boys have some matchups and some bets that will be tracked. I'll jump in here first. I'm taking the bait, probably just punting money. But the score has a promo, the He's Back promo, boosted from four, plus 400 to plus 4650. Or plus six, holy shit. Boosted from plus 400 to plus 650, Tiger Woods to come top 10 at the Masters this year. Ryan said it before we were going to record. He's either going to come top five or miss the cut. I think he's going to come top 10 plus 650. That's my first pick. I also have a few winners. I have Cam Smith plus 1,400. Colin Morikawa plus 1,800. Corey Connors, Canadian, to have a bogey-free first round. That was another score promo plus 1,800. And Will Zalatoris to win plus 3,000. So I'm... I'm pretty big on uh, Zalatoris this year. Last year when I watched the Masters, he uh, it was his first time. Was he not first the time low around. am? Pardon me. Was he not the low amateur, or maybe not? I don't know. Sorry. Well, last well last year he came second in the tournament. Mm. So and that was his first time around at Augusta. So I can just imagine what he's going to do this year. The only scary thing for me is his putting. 
but I don't know. If the kid, if the kid can have a good first round, I think he sets himself up. Sets himself up for the weekend. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he's been doing some sessions with Happy Gilmore, so I'm sure he's figured out his putting stroke. <laughs> oh, tap it in. You're telling me that perfect. Now I'm even. I even like my plays even more. So I I got a, I got a few. This is probably the most I've had in on a specific I don't know tournament or game ever. This is like a uh, Justin segment coming up here. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Uh, I'll, I'll rip through it quick quickly. Cam Smith, top Australian plus one two five. Uh, I think he, he I honestly gave him a good shot at top 10. And I don't think any other Australian can come close to him. Uh, and then Will Zalatoris, top 20, and Jordan Spieth, top 20. Uh, Will Zalatoris at plus 100, Jordan Spieth at minus 110. Kind of sucker for Jordan Spieth. And last time I actually bet on a golf tournament, which was the Open, Spieth won me some money. And he also came in second, so. I'll write, I'll write Spieth all the time. I know the Open and the Masters, two completely different tournaments, a.k.a. and golf courses. And then tournament head-to-head, Zalatoris over Louis Oosthuizen, uh, minus 125. And then tomorrow, around one matchup, uh, John Ram, minus 135 over Patrick Cantley. Cantley, in previous Masters, hasn't done too well compared to John Ram, who has. So for me, this is just a simple take the juice a bit but i think it's a i think it's a free winner all right i got a couple picks as well uh two two to win the tournament and then a couple extra props here my two winners i'm going with morikawa plus 800 to win the masters uh morikawa is just my guy love betting on him i think he's always in contention uh, my other play on morikawa is him to finish top 20 at minus 110 as i said he's usually in the mix i think he's got a good chance um, and that play will be tracked. The to win will not be tracked. And then my other to win the Masters, Xander Shoffley, plus 2,500. He's also always in the mix. Hasn't really done great in uh, championships and majors. Um, but I think, you know, after winning the Olympics, I think he's kind of got some more confidence, and I think he'll give it a shot. He's an exciting player to watch. And then my other play that will be tracked is DeChambeau to miss the cut at plus 140. We've seen him struggle at the Masters before. I don't really like him as a player as well. And so for that reason, taking the juice and uh, cheer it against, write it up, Bryson. I got to hop in here because uh, I forgot the most important pick. This one is not tracked, though. But this is my outright winner, Scotty Scheffler, plus 1,800. Get him the green jacket. Get him into Augusta. But yeah, good luck, fellas. I'm really excited for this weekend. It's in my opinion, one of the most exciting weekends of the year, every year in golf specifically. But we've we've in, spent it together multiple times. It's electric. And, uh, it is electric. Gives it's me one of my favorite weekends of the year. Gives us something to watch at work. You know, it'll be uh, it'll be a good time. But yeah, hopefully one of us can uh, throw a dart and pick a winner. But let's transition here into something that we've been talking about: the NHL. We got some news. Kyle's got a pick. The only real news that we got though is the fl- the playoff race is starting to heat up, but we have our first two teams that have officially clinched the playoffs. The Florida Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche are in, guaranteed. So we'll see how the rest of it all shakes out, but those are the two teams in, and that's all we have for NHL news. But Kyle, you have a pick. I already teed it up. What do you got for us this weekend? I have one pick this week. Going with the Flyers' money line, plus 115 against the Blue Jackets. Uh, this matchup has happened multiple times. Public has been heavy to the Blue Jackets. 
and the Flyers lose time after time. I know that's not good reason to bet the Flyers, but I think with the public hammering the Blue Jackets, something's got to give. The Flyers have got to get a win. They're a dog shit organization, but I think they get us there. And a plus money, I'll take that. All right. Well, we're going to skip right ahead here to the NBA. And Kyle, once again, the only one with a pick. What do you got? Tomorrow night, we're taking Warriors minus 110 against the Lakers. Last night, the Lakers got eliminated from the playoffs. LeBron left the game when they were down 20 points. This team has given up. They're an embarrassment. I don't see any reason for them to even try hard at this point. Season's over. LeBron's probably going to be sitting out. I think the Warriors are going to take it to them, preparing for the playoffs. And uh, it's just a team that's given up. So Warriors minus uh, minus 10, sorry. And the MLB is back. Tomorrow is opening day. We've all got some picks. I'll ju- I'll just jump right in. I don't really know what I'm talking about anymore when it comes to baseball. I'm not going to lie to you. So all of my picks, I'm going to be honest, are based on public betting action. And I'm taking a lot of public fades. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Pirates plus 190 against the Cardinals. The Houston Astros plus 115 against Shohei Otani and the Los Angeles Angels. And then I'm taking the Washington Nationals against the Mets. I've only got one play in the MLB. I'm not a big MLB guy. I bet it a lot, and I'm kind of shit at it, but Ryan's going to teach me the ways this year, and I'm going to be profitable. First play and only play, Guardians money line minus 110 against the Royals. Public's on the Royals, so we're taking the Guardians. I am more than stoked that the MLB season is back. I was annoyed that Manfred had a two-week lockout extended. But I'm fine with it. We have baseball. I'm not angry. I've got two plays. I'm fading Justin on one of them. He's going with the Pirates. I can't fade Adam Wainwright. He's got crazy numbers lifetime against the Pirates. And to be fair, you'll never catch me ever betting on the Pittsburgh Pirates. That is almost like a Matt Harvey fade. Uh, I will go with the run line. Cardinals minus one and a half at plus odds at plus 102. It's opening day. I think Adam Wainwright can maybe pitch five scoreless innings, maybe give up one run, five Ks. Let the bats for the Cardinals do the work. They're, they might watch out for the Cardinals winning the NL Central this year. And then my second pick is the Royals. And it's going to take me a while to say this. The Guardians. It's going to take me a while to get used to it. First inning draw. They don't have the official no first inning run on cool bet. So I got created. Give me the draw. This is my favorite bet in, the, in, uh, in probably the world. You sweat for six outs, the first six outs of the game. What what What's better than that? That's actually uh, not a bad call. I just want to jump back to what you said about Adam Wainwright and how you're fading me. So I actually dislike all of the pitching matchups that I bet on. I bet against Jacob Adam Wainwright. I actually want to say DeGrom's hurt. Is he? Yeah. I read today that he's starting. He's the opening day starter for the Mets. Oh, is he? I think Scherzer's out also. Anyway, let's... I wrote down that it's Wainwright, Shohei Otani, and Jacob deGrom are my pitching matchups. However, it's opening day, so the likelihood that all these sick arms go deep are unlikely. So I actually think that... And confirmed deGrom is injured. McGill is the opening day starter. CBS.com fucked me then. 
whatever. You, just ask. Just ask me. Anyway, I, 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 I don't think that the opening day pitching matchups are going to make that big a difference because, like I said, they're, they're not going to go deep into the game. They'll probably get five innings max, if I had to guess. Yep. So I, I, I think that the pitching matchups, although they're not favorable, I think that fading the public action on opening day is going to be beneficial. So that's I, the reason I was I was going to say this at the end. Uh, if you bet fading the public, like the first week or two of the MLB season is probably the most profitable way because the books will maybe have it wrong about 50% of the time. You, you don't know any of the teams yet, to be fair. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of line adjusting as we progress. But, but anyway. Wait, I, just, I just want to add one oh. thing with the why. The Cardinals, though, it's Adam Wainwright and Yari Molina. That duo together has been going on for, what, like 15 years? Minimum. So for the first five innings for the Cardinals game, I'm not going to be sweating. So I, I, I bank on the bullpen. Fair enough. But I'm excited. More things to bet on, things to bet on every single day. That's the one electric thing about the MLB is there's so many games, so much action. But let's move on. Listener pick segment. Kyle, tee it up. Well, the listeners went back to losing. It's sad to see. John lost Duke, minus four, and last minute picks lost Canucks, money line. Boys, we got to figure it out here. Need you guys to turn it around. It's been tough lately. It's been really tough been bad we got two listeners returning also i want some new i love our listeners that have been in the pick segment but i want some new ones too so if there's anyone that wants in make sure to let us know you can get in the next episode this week we got kk returning he's taking pens money line minus 110 against the rangers and ben who's riding with the play tonight in the flames game he's got johnny hockey over 1.5 points at 140 that's an ambitious play right now right there Good luck to you both, and uh, hopefully one of you can get some winners for us. I just want to jump in here because I got a, I, I texted Ben to try to get to get his pick. I said, uh, "What's the play?" He goes, "Johnny Gaudreau over one and a half points plus one forty." I said, "That's really aggressive for a listener pick segment, one and done." He goes, "He's hot. Ducks are cold. I believe I'm gonna win the sweater." Actually, no, sorry, going for the sweater. He's not. He didn't guarantee wow. it, but he's going for the I, sweater. I love the confidence. So he's. He's taking a stab. I respect it. I now, the confidence. let's get into the $100 bankroll challenge. Big week for everybody but me, because if you're not a recurring listener, I've been eliminated. Um, but yeah, Kyle, 2-0, plus $13, taking a commanding lead at $85.56. Ryan went 2-1, plus $7.20, so nothing to snuff at. Um, but he's sitting at a bankroll of 62.25. Things are heating up here down the stretch. Sports are dwindling. We're going to have to get into some MLB boys for this, I think, in the future. But for now, we still got the playoffs ahead. Whatever. Let's get into your guys' picks. Kyle, we'll start with you. What do you have? Well, I don't know if this competition's ever going to end. Me and Ryan just seem to go shot for shot every week. If he goes positive, I go positive. If I go negative, he goes negative. So we might just be at a standstill forever. But this week I got one play, Warriors minus ten, uh, minus one ten for ten dollars. That's a fucking mouthful right 10, there. Ten ten ten. That's yeah, I already talked about. <laughs> way too many. Talked about that play earlier. Lakers have given up, so we're riding with the single play. Warriors minus ten. I've got two plays, but I think I'm gonna be adding one right here. 
I will add my head-to-head of Zalatoris over Ustazen as a bankroll pick. I'll add it for $10. So head-to-head, that's my first one. And then we'll go to the two that I had originally. Both these games are tomorrow. We'll get on it. PSV, Leicester. This is Conference League. So it's below Europa League. It's a new European tournament. $10 on the over two and a half. Honestly, either team could cover this by themselves. And then both teams to score is way more juice. I think it's around minus 150 or minus 160. So that tells me both teams are at least going to score. So bang. this game's going to go 2-1, 2-2. Either way, I don't. I can't pick a winner here. So as, as the gambling Twitter community knows, the Alex Classic, also a good shout there. And my third play, both games tomorrow. One is Europa, and then the other one is Conference League. Uh, RP Leipzig, double chance versus Atlanta. I might bet them as a money line, as a solo play. Partner that with Roma, both teams to score against Bordeaux. This is weird. Roma played this Bordeaux team in a group stage. And now later in the competition, it's the quarterfinals, and they got part, and they got drawn against them again. So it's kind of funny. It's we'll see how it is, but in both games previously, both teams scored in their high to scoring games. So give me that a plus odds. Those are my three bankroll picks. It's tight, Kyle. It's uh, someone. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to let go eventually. I love it. I'm appreciative that you guys are going shot for shot because I dogged it. So I'm glad that we get some entertainment down the stretch. Keep it going. All right. Now for everybody's favorite segment, the lock of the week. To recap last week, Kyle unfortunately got a loss, ending his crazy winning streak of five games, five weeks, sorry. He's looking to bounce back. Shout out the last episode. But Ryan and I both got wins, bringing my record to 12-8-1. Ryan, 8-12-1. Kyle, 12-9. Still very respectable across the board, except for Ryan had to... Bring you down. But let's get into this week's picks. I'm riding with the Guardians versus the Royals. It's a public the the Royals are a public dog, so I'm taking it as a fade spot. Kyle already talked about it. So yeah, give me the Guardians money line minus one fifteen tomorrow for opening day. Alright. This week nothing really stood out too much on the board for me. Kind of had trouble picking a lock of the week. But I came across a head-to-head for the Masters that I really liked. Plus, it's just something very exciting that I can watch from Thursday, hopefully to Sunday. Taking Scotty Scheffler head-to-head over Cameron Smith. Don't know a lot about Cameron Smith, but I like Scotty Scheffler's game. I think he has a real shot of uh, placing for this. And I'm hoping he can get the job done against Cameron Smith. Well, we are taking a classic... Train on a water, boat on a track. Yesterday, I learned the difference between a train and a boat. I wrote this song before that. Train on the water, boat on a track. Train on the water, boat on a track. We are heading to the Midlands. We're going to Leicester for some conference league action. Yes, I said it in my bankroll challenge. And I know Kyle said it before. Usually when it's my bankroll, I lose. But we won it last week. So we're riding it again. PSV and Leicester over two and a half. Both teams in the competition cannot keep the ball out of the net, nor, well, they can't keep the ball out of the net. So it's going to be a high scoring game. I have this, the stats have this in at 65% for over two and a half, and then 66% for both teams to score. So you should see goals in this game. 
Leicester's defense has just been dreadful in both the Prem and in the European competition. So PS again, as I said earlier, either team could cover this. So we're trying to go back to back in lock of the weeks. Give me PSV Leicester over two and a half. All right. Good luck, everybody. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OverborderPod. And if you want to get in on the listener pick segment, make sure to drop us a DM on Twitter and you can get your name on the wait list. There are currently one, two, three, four, five, six people in line to get that seventh spot in the queue. Look forward to hearing from you. But I'm not a rapper. Life's a gamble. Just want to put the house on it.